No, I didn't. I didn't tweet it out Ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen and ladies, bitches and whores, man hoes and players, today is Valentine's Day! <laughs> I just scared my dog. I scared him so bad. Maybe now he'll eat his dry food instead of playing games. Playing games. Playing games. <laughs> he is a hoot and a half, this dog. What a dog. <sighs> All right. I feel like I should tweet out the information. And get some calls going on this fine Friday after Newt. Friday after Newt. Okay. Call from Sean. Hello, 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 hello. Hey, how's it going? Well, it's going good, Sean. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What I'm doing right now is I'm just lying in bed with two of my friends watching the Canadian-Austria hockey game. Very intimate. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, it is. Very, very know? It's intimate. Do you want to know? It's 6 nothing Canada. Do you have any Valentine shout-outs you want to send? <laughs> no. Valentine shout-outs? No. Yeah. No, I'm a single guy. Oh, I'm going to shout-out to my friend Grant. Oh, yeah. Oh, Grant. Grant me one wish. Let me lay in bed with you and watch the Olympics. Am I right? <laughs> That's all I wanted to do. Um, well, listen. Good luck with Grant. Yeah. E How's your Valentine's Day going? What are you going to do? Well, I'm straight up in PJs. That's yeah. number one. My I am too. My puppy is beside me. Being borderline, oh, yeah. what are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah, no, don't eat this. He's trying to eat his leash. That is a major no-no in the house of Peretti. <laughs> <laughs> Casa Peretti. You know, Cute. are you for or against? And tell me if this is relatable or not. When mansions have a placard in front of them that says like Casa de los Fallen Leaves, <laughs> you like that or not? Is that, I don't know. That's not I'm, relatable to me. I'm talking to the dog. <laughs> talking to the dog. Oh. Um, what is relatable to you? I just want to know what kind of stuff I should be talking about to keep people in the circle. To keep people. Well, relatable to me right now is hockey. Mm, we got uh, we got cold pizza beside us. Mm, and I know a bit about dogs. What kind of dog do you have? Well, you know, I don't know because he's a rescue. And then it was like on the website, it said Lhasa Apso. He was all overgrown and shit. And then when I went there, they're like, he's a multi-poo. And then other people are like, he looks like a schnoodle. So, you know, do I do the DNA test? Is that relatable? Sean? 
Sean. Bud. Sean. What? Is that yeah. relatable? Yeah, I like it. DNS, DNA testing your hypoallergenic dog. No, there's actually no such thing as a hypoallergenic dog. Dog allergy people are allergic to the dander. Shut up. Know it all. Because actually you are less allergic to dogs that have hair, not fur. End of story. People are so irritating. Yeah. And I have to say, I'm getting a little taste of it with just having a dog of what it must be like to be a parent. Because people are like, um, he looks cold. He should be in a sweater. Um, I think <laughs> are you ever going to put your dog in a sweater, you think? I might. He is bone. Yeah. He's, he's very underweight. And I've been having a lot of frustrations trying to get him up to oh, weight. No. Because you could yeah. feel his backbones. Like when you pet him, it's like, crick. you know, what is that? A washboard like oh, that? That's not good. That instrument. Yeah. Like he could be in a killer band, man. But yeah, he could he, be in a killer. Yeah, like a blues band. Mm-hmm. And he's the little, nice. <laughs> the little rickety washboard. For the washboard breakdowns. <laughs> I can't wait always when I'm watching a band for that big breakdown where the washboard is like. <laughs> but anyway, oh, yeah. the point being, you can feel his little hip bones. I mean, he's really skinny and then he's picky as fuck with his food and, you know, whatever. But yes, when you have a dog, everyone's got their little opinions and like judgments. And look, I was mm-hmm. the first to do that with all my friends who have dogs, in particular men, because I feel like. Men, when they have a dog, they over-identify with the dog, and they're like, he should be off-leash, man. He should be wild and free and let his blonde hair blow in the wind. You're like, wait a minute. This is a black poodle. You have blonde hair. So, (laughs) you do that? I would do that if I had a dog. Yeah, like there was like, he should just be able to, and it's like, yeah, he could be killed by a coyote or run off into the mountains. You see all these lost dogs flyers? It ain't cause dogs stay by your side off leash. (laughs) You think it's all guy owners too? I've really just noticed that I feel like guy owners are just like, yeah, let's let him run free. He needs to feel it, you know? And it's like, I'm more Mm -hmm. like, "Mm, how about we save him from certain death? Yeah, I agree. <sighs> Who knows? You know, I what agree. is the answer? So what but, are you going to do later for Valentine's Day? You got dinner plans? Uh, Yeah, we have reservations somewhere, but part of me is like, I think it's so cheesy when you go out and it's all couples and they, they, they jack up the prices at every restaurant. They do these awful prefix menus sometimes where it's like, our Valentine's menu and it like sucks and you're sitting around all these couples and it's just like, it's not actually romantic to me. So we've been thinking about canceling. I mean, think about if we cancel the dinner reservation and just cooked at home. Like, doesn't that sound more? I I don't know. I don't know. I mean, honestly, Valentine's Day, I don't know what I feel should be done on Valentine's Day. I've had this problem lately, and it's not just related to Valentine's, which is, I just feel like a wasteoid lately. You feel like a wasteoid? Yeah. Like, I'll be home and I'm just like, I don't know. No, have you been drinking a lot? Uh, no, I I don't drink. Um, but I just feel like I'm oh, okay. sitting around my house and like I'll think of a million things I need to do, and then I just don't do anything, and I'm like pet my dog. Uh, and then yeah. you know I walk him or I do like one thing. Ew, don't do that. I hate that. He's like pushing his paws into me. <laughs> <laughs> I get that. I'm on um reading break for school right now. Yeah. 
And I had a lot more planned to do than I got done, actually. Yeah, it's hard. I don't know. Like, yeah. sometimes I look at other people mm-hmm. and it's like, I feel like they're just like, yeah, I just paid my bills. Or, yeah, I just went to Ikea and bought five things I needed. Like, for me to yeah. go to Ikea, I need like three weeks prep time. I need to be like, <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, one week Grant's is... one of those people. Yeah. He up and go and he's got himself organized, yeah. Oh, he's one of those. Yeah. Like I'm always like how, or like people who are just like, yeah, I did my taxes. I'm like, what? Like everything (laughs) like that. Like I have to like put it off for three weeks. Like I make good money now and it's like, I still let my bills stack. And then I'm like, and I like throw myself into my office. Like, no. And the bills like (laughs) crawl up my body, like a vine and slap me in the face like 10 times. And I wake up like I've passed out and they're all like running out of the room as I look up and I'm like, what this can happen. Yeah. And and my dog (laughs) looks at me and he's like, yup. I'm like, you could talk. What I'm trying to say is I'm back on drugs. Anyway. Um, well shout out to grant silent, but deadly. Okay. And, um, he's good. He's a good dude. I could tell he has a good vibe. Is there anything else you wanted to discuss or are we feeling, feeling good? I don't know, my other friend who's in bed with me, Nick, mm-hmm. he just, uh, he just purchased uh, an engagement ring for his fiance. Mm. Now does she know that you yeah. all cuddle up together like a little pack of puppies? Yeah, she knows. How old is he for this engagement? How old is he? He's 25. See, now, how do people do that, honestly? I just, like, I that, know. and I envy it. I kind of always thought, like, that is cool to marry your high school sweetheart, start your life, and then you have all this history. But I just cannot imagine being of the mindset of, like, I'm ready. 25, let's do this for the rest of our lives, and I know that for certain. Fuck that, y'all. Call from... Doug. Doug. To accept, press 1. To send a voicemail, press 2. To accept, press 1. To send a voicemail, press 2. Hello? 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 Hey. Chelsea, I have a question for you. Okay. All right. I was catching up on Brooklyn Nine-Nine the other day. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering if you got a chance to talk to Mary Lou Henner about her uh, weird memory thing. No, but my boyfriend was telling me about that. I didn't realize that. I, it is fascinating, but how do you bring up the topic? You go, hey, man, I heard you have, you know. But it is the exact opposite of my brain. Like, I can't remember fucking shit. Like, people would be like, hey, you know, <laughs> do you have a boyfriend? <laughs> or, you know, what city do you live in? Things like that. Um, I'm like, duh. and then meanwhile, I guess she has one of those photographic memories where she can remember every single thing in her life. And what is that called? I have no idea. Um, I don't know. I've heard her talk about it before. I'm like news things and stuff. And what'd she say? She called it. What did she say about it? Like stupidly, I was watching the celebrity apprentice beer that she was on mm-hmm. and, um, she was like going out and like, they were using it like a circus trick. Like she was like, Oh, you know, let me tell you what happened on the day you were born and that kind of stuff. But like, wow, I don't know how you prove it. That is like, so could cool. Tell you that like, you know, Oh, you were born on a Wednesday mm-hmm. or whatever. That's crazy. Like, just based on the date. That is so crazy. 
shown. I mean, you could ask her, like, if that's how she memorizes scripts or something. <laughs> um, God, can you imagine how easy it must be to memorize lines if you have that kind of brain? God, there's so many things I'm not that I wish I were. <laughs> See, now, in terms of grammar, I do not feel right saying I wish I were. I want to say I wish I was. And I just feel like it's kind of like jif or gif. Like, I just feel like to the grave, I want to be like, I wish I was taller. I wish I was whatever. Like, people like, were. I wish I were this or that. And it's like, it doesn't sound right. Some grammar, doesn't it eventually change if it persists enough in the spoken word? Like, don't well, they... what does it make it sound like you're dead? I wish I was... Which one are you saying is sounds like you're dead? Like if you say like I wish I was, like I mean that sounds like it, like oh, I don't you, know, like you were dead. Like I don't you think so. You were. I wish I was a feeling person. I wish I I yeah, wish like like you've passed, but you wish that while you were alive you was a feeling right, person. Right, I get it, but I just don't feel the same. And for that no, reason, worse, I'm out. What? I said, I think that were sounds better. Like, I wish I were. Like, it sounds right. I'm saying the opposite. And for that reason, I'm uh, out. <laughs> are you going to hang up on me viciously? No, I don't know. I mean, I'm thinking uh, about it, but I feel like we're really simmering along here in a simmeringly simmer, sim, simmer. Sim, simmer. Listen, um, how's your V-Day going? Uh, well, I'm at work right now, so it's going all right, I guess. That's cool. Very romantic. Hung up. <laughs> Wipe out. Wipe out. What if that was my new laugh? Like I woke up. God, that is crazy that you can get a head injury. Moshe was telling me about this documentary where this guy was like some sort of athlete, like snowboarder or skier or something. He was like one almost as good as Sean White. And then he had a head injury and like, he was like, I got to get back on the snow. And they're like, you can't, you can't, like, it's not safe with your brain anymore. And he did it anyway. And then he just wasn't very good. Like, that's so crazy. Brain injuries are nuts. Like, you know, I used to live with someone who was a physical therapist and she worked with people with head injuries and it's like their personality has changed. It's just so strange that you want to think your personality is something just intrinsic to you as a living being. But like if your brain gets fucked up, there's also that story of the guy who like got some sort of head injury and became a pedophile. Like suddenly he just was like obsessed with children and it's like because of a head injury. Like that's so fucked. Can you imagine a worse hell? Anyway, good morning. Good morning. No calls are coming in. Something might be wrong. Call from Monica. Ms. Lewinsky. Hello? Ms. Lewinsky. Yes. How are you? No, my name's actually Monica, which is really funny. Good. I don't know if you're saying Lewinsky or not, but... Lewinsky, Lewinsky, as in Miss Monica Lewinsky. <laughs> so how's your Valentine's Day? And happy 50th ep episode also. Feeling good, feeling great. Feeling great, feeling good. How are you? <laughs> 
you have any plans for Valentine's Day? Well, I don't know what you came to do. I came to clap my hands. And I don't know what you came to do. But I came to stomp my feet. <laughs> wow, I'm kind of like freaking out right now. I'm actually talking to Chelsea Pretty. Oh, my God. <laughs> seriously, no, I'm like, I don't know. My whole family thinks I'm in love with you. What I'm not, I'm just like... I think you're so funny. <laughs> I wish you could see how my dog is looking right now. <laughs> I'm actually like with my dog too. I, th- I think your dog is so cute. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. What kind of dog is it? I couldn't tell. It looks kind of like a poodle mix or something. We really don't know. Uh, I've been told so many different things at this point. It's a real clusterfuck. Yeah, yeah. My dog is like that, too. She's a mix between, like, a Border Collie and Australian Shepherd and all this stuff. But, you know. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm so boring. I don't know what else to say. anecdote in progress. In progress. Boring anecdote in progress. In progress. Oh my god! So my my brother's wife sent me these videos of my nephew my nephews last night and she's like asking one of them like what is a meteor and he does like literally a 20 minute explanation he's like you know like kids kids like suck their spit in in between talking he's like so gravity this or that and then like it makes a hole and then it gravity and is hot and burning and and he does like it's so long like i was like oh my god when will this ever end and then his twin is in the background like like he starts talking and then he gets silenced and then he goes what did he say god i need to get it correct like he was just like i am so bored of this bad talking (laughs) and now that is my new favorite shit ever like i am so bored of this bad talking i think that's what it was kids are so smart sometimes they can say like things you weren't even thinking of like my little cousin is the same way she says the funniest things (laughs) yeah wait let me see if i can find it I'm getting bored of this bad talking. <laughs> that's that's me and my boyfriend made a video doing an impression of him. I'm getting bored of this bad talking. And now it's like I want that to be my catchphrase whenever anyone's making bored. It's so funny. I just think calling someone's bad talking if they're talking a long time. And what he was saying was so smart. And then like my my brother's wife asked him the same question, what's a meteor? He goes, it's bigger than a whatever. Like it was like he gave a like two word answer and she goes, that's it. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> he's like, over it. I'm fucking over it. I can't wait till they're teenagers and they can start swearing. <laughs> <laughs> I was at like a party and this little girl was swearing at me. She was like five and she was telling me that my boyfriend like stinks like his butthole or something and all this stuff. And I don't know where she heard all this stuff from, but she yes. said the craziest thing. She's like five years old. 
Mm-mm, that's awful. That's awful. That's awful. That's awful. Yeah. <laughs> Get the... like, your boyfriend broke up with you and now he's having sex with someone else. I'm like, what are you talking about? Why are you saying these things? That's really bad. That means something's not yeah. right in the house. Not to call people out, but... <laughs> Hand over the child, ma'am. Ma'am, hand over the child. Prematurely exposed to things she shouldn't be. Now, do you... Oh, my God. Sometimes I forget I have a dog and I look over and he's looking at me so crazy. Oh, God. I mean, I started going to acupuncture and they want me to drink this tea that's so fucking disgusting. And I'm supposed to do it. Mm, I thought it was just four nights for a week, but it's three weeks. And I'm like, literally, like, I don't know if I can do it. And when I was drinking it, I was drinking. I was like, and then I looked over and my dog was giving me side eye to the max. I was yeah, my, my mom does acupuncture, too, and she had this really bad-smelling tea. I don't know how she drank it, but... It's a nightmare. Oh, I would never do that. And they're all, they're also like, um, yeah, here's what you should eat and not eat, and they give me this thing, and it's like, don't eat sugar or wheat or dairy. It's like, oh, cool, yeah, I'll just do all that. Are you kidding me yeah, for the rest right. of my life? You know how insane <laughs> of a like, change... Like, any kind of medical practice would help if I never ate sugar, dairy, or wheat again, I'm sure. Like... It's not the acupuncture at that point. It's that I've made the most drastic life change imaginable. And it's like, I'm a fucking Italian, partially. And I love pasta, totally. And I love olives uh, a lot. And they're like, avoid spicy foods. Because the whole reason I went was because I have migraines all the time or, or stress headaches. I don't know what they are, but they're bad. And they can last all day long. And I was starting to get them all the time. And so they're like, avoid spicy foods, eat bland foods. I'm like, oh, I will kill myself tonight. I'm not going to eat bland foods for the rest of my life. I'd rather have three headaches a day. <laughs> Yeah, me too. I mean, feel free to tell me, boring anecdote in... Hello? Boring anecdote in progress. Okay, so at this time, I do have to clear the line for... I'm thinking about calling... Oh, okay, definitely. Well, it's really great talking to you. All right, you too. That's ever happened to me. All right, thanks. Bye. Maybe I should get a mani-pedi today. House of Cards starts tonight. Will you be watching? Oh, shit. Call from Marie. Marie. What's up? How are you? I'm good. Happy Valentine's Day. Uh, likewise, Sister Spirit. Do you have any plans with your beloved? We're supposed to get a dinner, but I don't know. I kind of always want to just leave town, but then I'm like, is, do I have a mental illness? Like, all I want to do at any time is flee. Like, it doesn't even feel like, yeah, let's go somewhere. It's like, let's get out of here now. And I feel that way every day. But, um, but I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, we also do have a dog now, so... But it would be would be fun to go somewhere where you can bring a dog and just go have a little vake. Okay. Vake. Vake? Do people say vake? <laughs> no, no, no. Vake. Why not? Let's go even further. Let's go deep. Wait, what was that? Let's go deep, you know? Vacay. Kind of long. Why not vake? Yeah. 
Anyway. Um, anyway, do you have any topics? What's your dinner plan or what are you doing for Valentine's? <laughs> um, we plan to eat Taco Bell and start House of Cards season two. I'm going to watch House of Cards 2, I believe, but Taco Bell, are you fucking mad? Sometimes you just got to have it. Do you follow Neil Hamburger on Twitter or? Unfortunately, I don't. All he does sometimes is retweet people saying that Taco Bell made them sick. And there's <laughs> hundreds of people any given time. If you search Taco Bell, you just find people like, that Taco Bell has me sick. Or like, I just threw up. It's that Taco Bell. And it's like insane how many people, like, I don't get how there's not lawsuits up the yahoo. I'm sure there is, but I think I'm just really resilient to it. <laughs> oh, that's cool. That's cool. That's cool. That's cool. That's cool. That's I have cool. a food test for you. Oh, I have one for you. Sausage. Yes. Well, um, also, it depends. Incorrect. Um, Incorrect. That's right. You're not a fan of it, are you? I just think sausage is like so overrated. It always sucks. I don't uh, like. I mean, there's like, so many varieties. Mm -mm. They all are pretty much <laughs> suck. I mean, once in a blue moon, like a barbecue place will have like a hot link or something that's good, but like sausage is not that good. The texture is like not that good, and then it always like makes you burp. I feel like it's like a heavy food that like sits in your body badly whenever it's in pastas i'm like ugh, it'll be like the oh, best yeah. ingredients but then it will also be sausage i'm just not on board n-o-b not on board B so like chicago dogs or you know whatever i'd you know, rather eat a million it. things than a hot dog <laughs> okay here's my food test okay ready mm-hmm thai food I've, I think I've gone on record with my Thai food attitude, which is I crave Thai food like once every couple of months, probably. I'm not, it's not my favorite. A lot of sweet sauces, a lot of creamy or fried things. Um, you know, I'm sure maybe it's different in Thailand and I probably would love it there, but, um, I, it's just Thai and Indian are my lower tier foods. Interesting. I also think well, that also I'm not into the spices of like cumin and, I don't know. Curry. I'm not as into curries as I am into like garlic or rosemary or sage or thyme or lemon or olive oil. I like a Mediterranean palate. Oh, I know. I will say I love burritos and I am just like, I, I gave up like after a year of living here, like, okay, there's not, this is a taco town, LA. But then yeah, I've been it. like, I want a burrito every now and again. So I looked up like the nine best burritos. It was like LA Weekly. And I tried one of them and it was like not good. It had no rice in it. It was just beans and beef chopped up and then oh. and cheese. And it was well, like. You mm. have to find like, you know, the perfect taqueria or cart that like, you know, does it right. They don't do burritos in LA. It's bizarre. The Bay Area, mm -hmm. they have so many burritos and they're so fucking good. And I used to eat them like on an almost weekly basis, a burrito or, a, or whatever. And here it's like, just not so weird to me. It's like an hour flight. Why can't I, ugh, I'm getting worked up. I'm, I'm in Los Angeles too. And I find myself eating a Taco tacos Bell a week. Look, once you say you eat Taco Bell on Valentine's day, you <laughs> are dead to me. I'm sorry. Anyways, I'll, um, I have to go back to work, and I just wanted to say hello, and Hi. I hope your calls are going great. Have fun tonight with your man, and um, enjoy House of Cards. 
Likewise, Charles. Bye. Bye. I don't know. My dog is very hard to photograph. Like his owner. Like a good neighbor. Stay from us Can you imagine if you were famous from a commercial series like that girl, the progressive girl, like that would just be the craziest kind of fame. Like you're walking around the airport and people are just like shouting some commercial tagline at you everywhere. You're so famous. You have no privacy or anonymity, but it's for a commercial. Like it's just such a weird, mm, I don't know. Call from Emily. Emily and Ivory are living in perfect harmony. Hi, I wish I knew the next line of the song. I don't. Ditto, kiddo. Happy V Day. Happy V Day. H V D. Happy Valentine's Day. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm wearing a shirt that has lips on it. I don't know why I told you that. Yo, this this, Day, this microphone really cover smells like motels. It smells like like, like cigarettes of years. It smells like a, a a motel where smoking was permitted, <laughs> like an old oh. mattress that's taken in the smoke of a million prostitutes. Oh, happy Valentine's! So many sunshiny dispositions calling in today. I hate it! Where's all the depressed people? Where's all the bored people? Where's all the college students with no job? You know? That's what I'm looking for. I need... I hate that sound. I need someone to majorly bring something to the motherfucking table. Call from... Kyle. Kyle, bring it! I'm bringing the girl, Chelly P. What's good, man? <laughs> Already, we're off to a great start. We are, we are. I'm bringing some stuff to the table. I feel like you're up in the air, just ready to go. Yes. I'm ready. So, um, just got a couple of things to talk to you about. Some All right. Are on my mind. All right. Um, I was wondering if you get a lot of asshole callers. Not really. Surprisingly few. I thought that that was going to be the bulk of the calls when I started this, but then really there was one time where a bunch of people were trying to like call, but, and say like some weird shit. But for the most part, no, I think that the fact that we edit the podcast, it just, it isn't live. So it's like, yeah, it's just kind of pointless to try to call and say shitty things because they'll just be cut. (laughs) Yeah, so that that was my question. I was wondering if you got a lot of asshole callers to the point where you would edit them out, and then I was going to suggest to like have a single episode where you just uh, air like all the assholes that ever called, and you just kind of make fun of them as you know as you go through them. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I would leave them if it was entertaining, but I just feel like the first of all, there like I said, it almost never happens, and when it has, it hasn't even particularly been entertaining. There was that funny message in the beginning that I played where that girl was like, bitch, why did my boyfriend call you? <laughs> I guess maybe she's she probably had like 50 calls to you. Yeah. 
<laughs> she saw the calls in his phone or something. But yeah, no, for the most part, I don't really get, um, I don't get it. I don't get much. It, it's, it's True. no YouTube comments. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I do remember, um, someone do like had a decent conversation with you. And then towards the end, he was like, well, you're a bitch. And then you totally just like turned it on him and just like, kind of like did like this passive aggressive, like, uh, monologue thing. It was pretty funny. While I appreciate the compliment, I'm not sure about the label of passive aggressive. I feel that I really approach people on a aggressive basis when necessary. Speaking of aggressive, I have another question. Hey, speaking of um, aggressive. Ah! <laughs> was that a button or your actual voice? My actual voice. I was talking to my therapist about how I have headaches all the time. And I was like, maybe it's because I'm trying to be mature all the time and like going to (laughs) therapy and like, maybe I need some release for my animal emotions. And he was literally like, maybe you should scream in your car more. (laughs) Like, I mean, I I do that. I I mean, I do that. It is true. It's like, as, as we continue to evolve as a society and we're supposed to just have all fair and balanced thoughts and all mature and reasonable reactions to people. It's like, what do you do with those gut? That's that's bullshit. We we shouldn't, we shouldn't be doing that. We should be, I mean, we, we should be moral, you know, and, if if we're on our own or with people who I guess want to judge us, we should act ourselves, do what we want to do, express ourselves, you know, when we want to. Express but ourselves. I mean, I would be a nightmare if I did that. I would just always be like, "Shut up! I hate you. This is boring." Like I can't. There, there, are, <laughs> there are people who would be able to stand that, you know. So, <laughs> they would be the worst people. people. <laughs> I just think you can't give in to that part of yourself all the time. But then I do think if you're holding things in, of course you're going to have tension headaches because it's like you have no outlet. I mean, I guess like stand up is that, you know, where it's like you can say all the shitty things that you want to say in real life. But, you know, I don't know. And then exercise or something or screaming in your car or whatever. But yeah, there's something's got to give because these headaches are killing me. And then I was listening to NPR yesterday and they're like talking to some guy who was a heroin addict and he's like, yeah, I mean, it works for migraines. Like I used to take it for my migraines and they'd go away instantly. I'm like, (gasps) (laughs) I just saw your tweet about that. I was going to retweet it, but I didn't. Thanks, man. Or it's more like heroin was off on the edge of the hill going, Chelsea. Chelsea. And then I frolic over the hill to heroin and it holds me in its warm arms. Oh my God. You shouldn't say that. <laughs> I know. It's a nightmare. It's, it's, I mean, I've never done heroin to my knowledge. And uh, <laughs> no, because people always say it was mixed into like ecstasy or different things. Yeah. But, yeah. But um, yeah. Oh, yeah. What? what? Um, I remember when Moshe was on your show, he had a memory of you and him dancing i think to house music and in, in, in this like this club in new york for like hours on end mm-hmm. um when he said that it just like it, it just hit like one of one of like my memories because i have a couple memories of just dancing like the night away with my friends in new york mm-hmm. and like it pleased me to know that you know you're that type of person to just not care and just dance and have a good time i love and dancing was, yeah I, I was talking about that last night with my friend it's like 
God, it's so weird getting older because honestly, there was a time after college living in New York for like two years where I went out like four nights a week and danced for like four hours or something at a time. And it was so athletic and I was in great shape and it was so cathartic. And now it's like, as you get older, you're busier, you don't have the same energy and you're kind of like, oh, you want to go stand somewhere and like, maybe it won't be fun and you got dressed up or like you have to wait in line or like... You yeah. know, like I mean, you shouldn't wait in line. Like you're a female, and you're also Chesley Peretti. So you're also Chisel Peretti. <laughs> you don't know my name, but um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I I do feel like it's just like you don't. I don't have the ganas, you know, as they say in Spanish. Yeah. I just don't. I, I don't have the desire anymore. But it was such a fun time, and then it's like, God, life is just so interesting. How your life is one thing, and it 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 goes so fast, even though while you're in it, it feels like it's going to last forever. So if you're in your twenties, fucking enjoy it. I have to say I'm like 21. the twenties are fun. Cause it's like, you really just think anything is possible in your career. And you're like, it's a big wide open world. And you have all this energy to like go down a million dead ends. And like, and then you get older, you're like, man, eh, it'll probably be a dead end. I won't do that. But you know, it's fun being older because you know who you are a lot more and you know what you're doing. Yeah. But there's a, also a camaraderie in your 20s that's fun where it's like you and your friends are all kind of like shiftless, unemployed people for much of them or doing shitty mm -hmm. jobs. And you're all just sitting around talking about your dreams and hanging out and being up till three in the morning. And then I feel like you get older. People have dogs. People are in couples. There's dinner parties. There's, you know, like everyone's watching TV. I mean, this is especially L.A. too. It's like very much more like oriented towards domestic life. Life. And unless you're like a, a partier, but even if you're a partier here, it's so cheesy. I feel like, like, I feel like LA parties are like, everyone's pretending to have fun, but it's not really that fun. New York can be like uh, that too, but New York had like these parties, like where it was like Stevie wonder parties where they played all DJs would play like all, um, Bobito, I think would play like all like Stevie Wonder songs or covers all night and like stuff that was actually like fun and oriented towards dancing. I feel like LA is like not. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a different, um, it's a different feel, it's a different scene. God, I went so. to this club here with this person and they were like, bottle service was like a real culture and like when you order a bottle they like shoot off fireworks and like shine lights and <laughs> and have a parade go towards you so that everyone's like oh i want to be a big man on campus i want some attention i'll spend a stupid amount of money on something dumb so everyone in this stupid club will look at me and i was like this is the worst like this vibe is awful that's exactly when you go, like, when you go to one of those restaurants. I know you don't go to it because you like good food, but, like, if you go to Chili's or something, mm -mm. like, and you get, get like, a certain steak, it, like, sizzles from the kitchen to your table. Yes. And everybody in a restaurant is looking at you. I hate that so much. I wouldn't even order it just off of that. I don't know why I'm exactly. in entertainment. I do hate being looked at and stuff. It's it's a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know what? Like, um, I'm starting to be a comic, and, like, I, I realize that comics that's the that's the personality of a comic like they they have to hate something or some of them they have to hate something and that gives them the drive to like say stuff on stage 
Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, there's definitely different kinds of comics. I feel like there's two kinds. The yeah. ones that are like, look at me, look at me, look at me, look at me. Like, let me get spots. Let me go up. Let me go up. Everyone needs to, you know. And then there's the ones yeah, that yeah. are like, I hate myself. I guess I'll go up. I guess I'll do this. I guess, and you know, whatever. And it's yeah. like, I definitely. You know, like Morgan, uh, Morgan Murphy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's like, she's one of those mellow ones. I, I just watched a couple of her that sets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's just different, different vibrations and both work, you know, and different audiences yeah. respond to different ones. But um, yeah. that's the true beauty of this country. Um, yeah. Another quick question. Mm-hmm. Um, you're, you're, do- you're doing a tour soon, right? Yes. Um, how is North Jersey looking? North Jersey? (laughs) North Jersey. Um, I think that probably I would wind up in New York and then you would have to make that trek. That's, that's, that's cool. I could do that. Yeah. Um, another, um, another little thing. Um, let's say, well, you would have somebody open for you, right? Like another comic. Um, I would hope to. Yes. Um, let's say you do have someone open for you. Do you often listen to the crowd's reaction to that comic before you go on, or do you just kind of wing it? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I definitely listen, you know. Um, frequently at clubs, like, you wind up getting paired with a random person who opens for you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I definitely, and a lot of times I've never seen them before, so I'll, like, listen a little bit. But honestly, I don't. I don't usually stand in the back of the room and watch their whole set or something like that. Um, but, uh, yeah. True. Why? Sounds good. Why do you ask that? Why? Mm-hmm. Um, because I like to, sometimes I just think about like how other people think about things. And, um, since I was like, I'm doing my first, uh, standup show, uh, in about two weeks. And like you're one of my favorite comedians, so I was thinking about how you go about what you do, and um, I was just wondering if you do that. Well, I mean, to be honest with you, I go about it with a lot of terror and dread. And I had this revelation mm-hmm. at some point in comedy where I was like, okay, being brave doesn't mean you don't feel scared. So it's okay. You can feel scared as long as you show up and do the show, then... Exactly. You know what I mean? So I don't know. You know, I take comfort in stories about like Woody Allen, even, you know, whatever. But like I mentioned this last week, I think, but like throwing up before he went on stage or Larry David, you know, there's a story of him like looking out at an audience and being like, forget it. You know, like there's people Mm -hmm. who 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 just feel like they come alive and they feel so free on stage. And then there's people who have a lot of anxiety and fear around it or or reticence. You know, like I sometimes feel like whatever, like if an audience doesn't like me, I'm like, I don't like you guys either like why am i doing this i don't want to why do i want to dance around like a monkey for a bunch of people that i don't even like myself like yeah there's something about it that sometimes is like but then when it's good you feel so good you're like fuck where i'm connecting with all these strangers and like you know there is like my my ideal situation is it's catharsis for both parties and i think like there's a lot of stuff people won't say because of like, they're trying to repress their id or something. They're trying to repress their darkness and be like happy members of society and yeah. standups get to say those things. And that's when I love it. But I hate uh-huh. it when it's like, you ever did do, 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 do. And like, Ugh. like I remember one time I bombed at Caroline's and like, 
then right after me, this guy went up and he was like doing the comedian voice and talking about double-sided dildos. And the audience was like rolling. And I was just like, fuck you guys. Like, fuck yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, why do I want to participate in this? This sucks. So I'm not saying I'm a beatnik and a, you know, I say dumb shit too, but like it just, sometimes it feels like why, um, it's like, I'm not, I don't want to be friends with everybody. And then it's this profession in which it feels like, well, Hey, a real comic likes everybody can make everybody laugh. And I'm like, well, I don't know. Maybe I'm not a real comic then because I, I I, I feel like you should just, I mean, sometimes when you do something for a long time, why you do it gets lost in the process. So I feel like you should just maybe take a step, take a step back and uh, just really see why you, you like doing what you do and focus on that. <laughs> Look at me being a psychiatrist, therapist. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, well, good luck with your set. Thank you. Thank you very much. I really appreciate that. Thanks for calling. Um, could I like ask you like two more things? Really sure. Fast? Um, before your success with Brooklyn Nine Nine, yeah. um, like when, when you're when you're in a situation like that, do you aggressively look for jobs, or are you kind of passive and kind of just do side projects and hope it goes somewhere? I think I'm kind of a split personality with all things, which I do attribute to my divorced parent life. You know, my parents were divorced when I was mm-hmm. one year old, so I feel like my whole life I grew up with really polar opposite parents and separate households. So like my mom let us watch only one TV show a week, whereas my dad let us yeah. binge on TV all weekend. My mom gave us mostly healthy food where my dad would let us eat more sh- like sodas or shitty food sometimes. And so I feel like my attitudes about a lot of things are really split. Like my mom was really frugal and my dad was more free with his money. And so you know, in terms of a work ethic, like I think most comedians feel like they're lazy, but also work really hard. I think it's like a combination. And, you know, I definitely think I'm resourceful about work. Like I, I always, in the beginning of my stand-up career, I always had this attitude of like, go where the energy is. Like I had friends who would yeah. like go wait online for like a reality show competition with stand-ups and be in line for five hours. And I was like, no, I, that's not my personality. And I don't think I'll ever win something like that because it's not organic to like how I, feel comfortable or good about myself, you know? Okay. Okay. But at the same time, like I did create a lot of shows. Like I would, I would find a venue and start my own show there. Or I would, you know, I would, if someone asked me to do things, I would try to show up for it because I, I felt like, and then it gets to a point where there's so many people that are, there is a lot of more positive energy that you have to start making harder choices. But in the beginning, it's easier because a lot of shows won't put you on or a lot of people aren't interested in what you do. And like, you just go to the people who are, you know? Yeah. Sounds yeah. So what's your last question? <laughs> What what do you say? What's your last question? Final question. Um, final question. Final question. It's not really a question. Okay. <laughs> it's more of a threat. I was, <laughs> <laughs> was going to say, if things don't work out with your boyfriend, you have my number. Oh, uh, shit. How did uh, I know? I smelled that little ratty trick a mile away. Um, anyway, listen, best of luck with your career and career only. 
<laughs> I hope your love life is abysmal. Thank you very much. Just kidding. And I'm All glad right. you wish me luck because you're like one of my favorites. Thank you. One that is very kind. I am moved by that and I wish you the best. You're simply you. the best. Down, Call from down, Better than all the rest. Hello? Better than anyone. Anyone I ever met. You simply uh, the best. My Valentine's Day, better. What's up with it? Uh, thank you very much. How are you? What? What's wrong with your Valentine's Day? Uh, well, my puppy's all the way up in Jersey, and I am 20 hours away from them. Aww. Your puppy or your girlfriend? A uh, puppy. Aww. If I was a girlfriend, I wouldn't be that. You'd be like, fuck my puppy. Fuck that little yeah, puppy. Puppies are unconditional love. I mean, what kind of dog do you have? Is it a hair or fur? Um, fur, I guess, yeah. It's a pit bull boxer. Oh my goodness, that's a real man's dog. Now, I have this theory that men are like really into letting their dogs be wild. Like, yeah, go off leash. You don't have to do anything. Never crate you. Never this, never that. Like, be free. Uh, no, I, I'm, I'm a straight up trainer of dogs. Oh, okay. Not at all, but she controls my life and I'd have to keep her on a leash or else she'll run all over the place. Yeah, I don't know with my dog. Like, God, my dog is so good and like, potty trained and all this stuff it's one year old then i took him over to my friend moshe's last night and like he there's other dogs there and he marked his territory on two pieces of furniture i was like what are you fucking doing i was so disappointed in him and uh my uh my way of getting my dog not to do that is i put her on her back and kind of bite her throat a little bit and establish dominance yeah i love doing that I do yeah, it even. I mainly do it with girlfriends, but <laughs> listen, I think that yeah, my dog was growling at a couple dogs on a walk yesterday too, which he normally doesn't do, and I was like, you know, stood in front of him and I until he looked up at me and was like, mm, sorry. But I guess I should get a trainer. He's just so small; it seems pointless. <laughs> what are yeah, you going to train this? People should just be worried about the dog. Hmm. Other people should just be scared of the dog. You have the trainer, then people think that they don't have to, like, they can go up and pet it or whatever, anything like that. You want people to be scared of your dog a little bit. Yeah, you're scary, you little pup. You're a scary pup. It's so cute when they're, like, sleeping and you can just kind of squeeze their paws. Yeah, my dog, uh, the fur in between her paws is really ticklish. Mm. So I can just touch it and she'd like start freaking out at me. Fun. <laughs> Sounds like a There's night. There's no way I thought you were going to pick up this phone call, by the way. Are you fucking freaking? Freaking? I'm starving. I have no idea what you just said either. I am so hungry, I got to tell you. <sighs> I am kind of hungry, too. I think I'm going to make some food. What are you going to have? Sausage? Um, grilled cheese. Mmm, that sounds amazing. I'm a, yeah, I'm poor, and that's all I can really afford. Well, that is a great food for when you're on a budget. Grilled cheese is so fucking good. Quesadillas, too. You buy some tortillas, throw it in a pan, boom. 
Um, yeah. I used to teach outdoor education and like outdoor food preparation and everything. Outdoor so food preparation. I just have a little like hold up. <laughs> you used to teach outdoor food preparation. What are you, a barbecue master? Um, I um, I teach outdoor education mainly, like camping, backpacking, like oh. that kind of stuff. I've been traveling around doing that. Oh. And uh, like the main uh, one I would always teach because they let me just play around with food is outdoor cooking. Wait, do you remember Outward Bound? Yeah, yeah, I worked for them in Australia. They fired me. Why? Uh, because um, they're they're like outdoor Nazis. So you got to do things their way. Mm-hmm. I don't really like that. I, I, yeah, because that's what the Nazis were I try all and train about. People to go in the woods and not die. The Nazis they were all like, like a whole other side agenda. The Nazis were all like, um, do it this way. And if you don't Yeah. Well, you know the rest. But um Yeah. Yeah, outward bound to Australia, so it's pretty cool. It does seem like a kind of interesting program. Outward bound. I always had like a weird curiosity. I mean, I'm obsessed with outdoors survival. Um have you watched The Legend of McDodge on on uh, the Nat Geo channel? No, you probably can't afford that no, tier of cable. Definitely sounds something that I'd be interested in. What is it? Mm, it is so good. It's just this cr- not crazy. This old man, he's long beard. He just lives in the woods, and Nat Geo follows him around. And like the episodes are the most simple stories. It's like he found some mushrooms, but then someone harvested them, and he had to find a new mushroom spot. That's like a whole episode. And so, yeah, that's my dream, basically. That's what uh, I think my future is leading towards. Then you need to watch this. You can watch some clips online. It's The Legend of Mick Dodge, M I C K, like Michelangelo M. And, Wait. yes. I think I might know him. What? He, uh, I, I think he worked at a school in upstate New York for a little bit and then moved over to Alaska. No, he's not in Alaska. He's in, like, like the upper left oh, no, corner. I Marty Dodge. Oh, okay. It might be one of his That's family members. Weird. Yeah. Um, he lives. Hey, how much is this phone call costing me? That's an ender. That's an ender. Guys, what a wonderful podcast it has been. I think if we could sum it up in words, it would be. Well. Have a great V-Day, and please stay blessed. Much love, and namaste. Now, I must stay. <laughs> please, be safe out there. Wear condoms. Or don't, but plan for a family in a very thorough manner. Get a crib, get everything going. Okay. All right, guys, it's been a blast, and I'm blasting off into a shower. <laughs> didn't sound right. At the end of the day, though, we're out of time. Yeah!